Welcome to the Kwekwa Hinijin Audio Library. Kwekwa Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. Why don't you give him a shout of praise at this moment in time? Yes, indeed, nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Shall we pray? Father, in your glorious name, we thank you for this wonderful day and this wonderful time. It is indeed an honor and a privilege to have you in our presence today. We ask for your grace. We ask for your mercies. We ask that you continue to bless us and to change and transform our lives. We ask that as we gather, may your spirit work within us. May it give us the understanding, the knowledge to be able to understand your word in the right way. Oh, yes, Lord. We love you, O oh Lord, and we adore you. We give you all the glory and all the praise with adoration and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. And amen, and amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, is somebody excited for the word of God today? Yes. Today, God is going to speak to us greatly. And today, or um, what we are going to be treating today, is basically titled, Appreciating the Creations of God. There is a lot that God has done, and I'm going to be showing to you a demonstration as to why we should appreciate the work of the Lord. Amen. Are you ready? Please don't look at the time, because this is very important. I don't know why I was directed to teach this, because honestly, I was not going to teach this. But I want to take you back to the very beginning. And... We are going to go to Genesis chapter 1 and um, let's see verse 10. No, 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 no. Good. Good. All right. Verse 20. Um, verse 20. Or verse 20, whichever one you want to call it, verse 20. Or verse 20, if you want like that, or you want to understand like that, um, that's also okay. But verse 20, at the end of the day, that's what I'm looking for. Amen. Genesis chapter 1, verse 20. Genesis chapter 1 and the verse number 20. I'll give you a second to open it if you can. But apart from that, it will be displayed on screen. And, okay, let's go to KGV. Or, in fact, let's leave it here. I love this version. It says, And God said, Let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. Yes. And let the... Uh, verse 21, it says, So God created the great sea, Creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every waged bed according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Now, in this month of blessing, there is something very important that I want to show you or that I want to realize. And it is that if you want to receive a blessing genuinely from the Lord, one of the main ways of receiving his blessing. Hello? Are you listening? One of the main ways of receiving his blessing is to be thankful for what he has actually given you right now to hold on to. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you want to genuinely receive the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and added no sorrow unto it, one of the most simplest ways to access or to get that is to be thankful or to be appreciative. Do you understand? Yes. 
And I'm going to be showing you something. The reason why most people are blessed, very blessed, is because, number one, they are blessed because they have realized how important it is. Mm? They have realized that it's very important to be thankful for the things that God has done already before he can give you more to take on or to eat on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So it's very important. And I want to show you something. A very quick demonstration, but a meaningful one. Do you want to see my demonstration? Okay. Over here with me, I have a simulator. Oh, I'm serious. It's as an actual simulator. It's not physical, but it's going to be virtual. And I'm going to be showing you why you should be thankful. Because it's it's very amazing. And here's the story, actually. We are nearing the end of the year. If we are not thankful for what the Lord has given us, you take many of the things that he has given us away. And that is one of the last things that we ever want to happen in our lives. True or false? Yes. So therefore, we cannot let that happen on our watch. Because I believe he has given us all wisdom to know that we should be thankful for what we have, all content with what we have. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So I, I here with me, I have a simulator. All right. I have a simulator over here. And last time, there is the actual story. Before I even show you that, it was a simulation of how deep the sea is. Yes, it was a simulation of how deep the sea is. So how deep does the sea go? Because you may think that they are just mere words that has been said in the Bible. And so God created the great sea as sun. No, but it is actually greater than what you think. That is why being thankful is one of the ways to obtain. It's one of the few secrets that we cannot access or that most people don't know. But thank God that I'm letting you know. Are you not thankful that you are you know now? Alright. So with me here, I have a simulator. Alright. Can we sh um, have it on screen or share it to the screen so that everyone can get you know a piece of it? Because it's very amazing. I saw it online the other day and I said, okay, this is a thoughtful, this is a, a very wonderful way of appreciating the works of the Lord. So with that being said, let us go and then take a closer look at it. Amen. So are you ready to see it? Are you ready to see it? Yes. It's a very wonderful simulation about how deep the sea is. How deep the sea is. So um, pardon us for a while. I think the thing may start freezing for some reason, but if it does, calm down for us. All right. So the deep sea, amen. All right. Let's have it on screen. Now let's scroll down. Now it's telling us how deep we are. It's telling us how deep we are. So look, and it's made by Neil Agarwal. So here's the sea currently, and we are eight meters deep. Well, eight meters deep. Here are the common things that you find. So you think that, oh, then that's the end of that. No, it, the sea is deeper than that. I hope you can see how long it is. So we have the Atlantic salmon. We have the striped bass. The, um, so many other fishes. But let's keep going and you'll see something. We have the spinning dogfish. There are so many amazing things that live under the sea. And you can realize that the more we go deeper, the more darker it becomes. Do you understand? Yes. So go on. And then we, we have something called the twilight zone. So that's 221 meters deep. Alright. And we are seeing wonderful things. We are seeing wonderful things. And then we also have. We are still going. The, the big eye tuner. Okay go on. And then we have sea angels. Did you know that existed? Sea angels. And then we have the Chinook Salmon, Mako Shark, and then the Emperor Penguin Dive, Swordfish, the Nautilus, the Sunfish, Bamboo Coral, and the Japanese Spider Crab. 
So keep going. King crab. And then we have the giant Pacific octopus. We have the giant oarfish. Can you see how? And it's giving an information that it says giant oarfish can grab to 11 meters long. Go on. We have the monkfish. We have the Pacific cod. The, Mar the Maros of Tocana. I'm not mentioning science names, so these are fishes that are under the sea. Are you, can you see this? It says the sperm whale dive. Leatherback sea turtles are the oldest sea turtle species. Yes. And then we have bird speak whale. It's quite long, so enjoy it. Now we are at the midnight zone. Do you understand it? We are now at something called the midnight zone. But are you amazed already at what the Lord has done? So when this, when it, the Bible says the great sea, it doesn't only mean great for great people. <laughs> Let's keep going. We are now at the midnight zone where you cannot see anything in the sea. Can we go on? Alright. Yes, the midnight zone. Let's have that. It says no sunlight is able to reach this deep. And many deep sea creatures cope by creating light themselves. So it makes them luminous or it's also known as bioluminescence. Alright, so you are learning science too. Look at it. We have the anglerfish. Yes, we have the fro, fro, what? Fronima. The orange ruffy. We are still going. Very interesting. The biofish. So you can, can you see how deep this thing is? We've not gotten anywhere. Because I've gone through this myself. And I, I, I went through it and I went through it again. Because, hey! Wow. Let's move on. Yes, so we have the goblin sharks. They are known as living fossils because they're the only species of a lineage that has existed for 125 million years. So you should, that should tell you that you are not old. Nobody is old here more than this fish. Do you understand me? A fish, oh, a fish. Go on. And I'll, I'll get to where I'm, I'm trying to uh, uh, take all of this. But I'm just showing you a short presentation. We have the hatchet fish. We have the dragon fish, the big red jellyfish, and then, yes, it says many deep sea uh, species use the color red as camouflage since it's the first color to leave the spectrum as you dive deeper. Because every color is lost. The only thing you see is what? Black and bubbles. So, Greenland halibuts, and then giant tube worms, from, and they get it from hydrothermal vents. Hydrothermal vents are formed from seawater passing through extremely hot volcanic rocks. So, do you see something over here? Have you realized something? Even under the water, there is heat. Even under the water, there is heat. So, I cry isn't what? <laughs> I hope you are seeing this. Even under the water, there is heat. Hey. <laughs> it's wonderful. Let me continue to take you through. And then we'll go on from there. Yes. And then, but it says, but even in those extreme conditions, specialized life finds a way to survive. There are still animals down there. Even how, as to how deep we've gone, there are still animals down there. Yes. It says, the yeti crab. And yeti crabs live only on hydrothermal vents. We have the six-gill shark. We have the narwhals. So it's an actual thing, all right? And that's the deepest dive of a narwhal. Narwhals dive to this depth up to 15 times a day in search for food. 15 times! So by now a narwhal is diving. Jewel squid. Sea pen. Can you see that? Can you see how small it is? Very small. And then we have the telescope octopus. We have the giant isopod. We have the Greenland shark. The colossal squid. Colossal squid are the largest known squid species. They can reach a length of 10 meters and weigh up to 700 kilograms. They are still going. And we have the barrel eye fish. Yes. Elephant sea dive. That's the farthest they've dived before. And then we have the gigant, 
Gigantactus. Is that it? Gi Gigantactus. Yes. That's a very wonderful creature. But look at all these scriptures. So when you look in the Bible, it will basically give you a surface of how far or how good the creations of the Lord are. Do you understand? It will only give you a, an illustration of how, you know, large the creation was. Or it will just give you the surface of it. But if you actually go into research and you are looking at it, it's just wonderful. As I'm standing here now, currently in Accra, you can see that the sun is shining, right? But it's actually raining. In Ghana, we call it... Um, I've even forgotten. Oh, this girl would have been able to remind me. It's okay. Let me <laughs> let me move on. Um. Uh, yes. So back to the illustration. So we have the chimeras. Then we have the squid worm. It says, "Is it a squid or a worm? It's a worm. That's it." But we have also the black swallower. It can swallow the entire fish hole. An entire fish hole. This small thing over here. An entire fish. It can swallow it. Even those vastly larger than themselves. So you'd ask, can they swallow a shark? Possibly. Yes. And we are still going. It hasn't ended. We have the viper fish. Let me go on. Scaly foot snail. And then we have the vampire squid. We have the headless chicken fish. And yes, this is the. Uh, I'll give you the website so that you can, yourself can go and check. But you can check how deep is the sea or search for it, and you'd find it. I just want to go through very fast. We have the harp squid. Do you think, like, can you see how great this is? We are still going down. You let's go down, go down. Now it says what? This is the average depth of the ocean, but in some places it goes deeper, much deeper. And this is the Titanic wreckage. On April 14, 1912, the Titanic sank to its final resting place at a depth of 3,800 meters. And we have the Patagonian toothfish. Yes, it's, it has an anti-freeze protein in its tissue to prevent freezing in sub-zero temperatures. So it's quite cold down there. So we have the Dumbo octopus and we have the abyssal zone. So we've left the midnight zone. We are now in the abyssal zone. It says, the temperature here is near freezing and very few animals can survive the extreme pressure. We have the atolla jellyfish. And we are still going. And you see that for a while there's nothing there. And we have the sea pig. And we have the mega mouth shark. And mega mouth sharks are one of the most largest growing shark species with some reaching 7 meters long. We have the fey fang tooth. Can you see how humongous it is? So you see, God is so wonderful that just so he does not scare us away from his creation. He puts all he puts all these animals at the down or the below of the sea. We don't need to see them. Look at that. But that's all God's creation. We should be thankful for things like this. I don't want to stop here. I want to continue showing you so that I can get your whole point or attention on it. Let's go. So, yes. Let's move on. I hope you are paying attention. Yeah. So, we have, once again, the tripod fish. Who would have thought of that? We have the caridia. Or the caridia. We have the faceless fish. Doesn't have a face. We have the amephoda. And then it says, this is the deepest point of the Manila Trench in the South China Sea. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure. But there's a place that amazed me when I was going down on this particular thing. We have the abyssal spider fish. We are seeing animals still. It says it's, it's quite difficult for things to survive here, but it still survives. And it says the Heidau Zone. More people have been to the moon than this zone. Yes, more people have been to the moon than this zone. And it says, most of the Hedal zone takes place in deep sea trenches. Deep sea trenches form a process called subduction, where the Earth's tectonic plates meet and push together. 
Don't ask me what it means. I'm not a scientist. And we have the USS John John Johnston shipwreck. Is the John? Uh, it sank in WWI WWII, and is the deepest shipwreck ever found. And the deep that and it says the deep sea can be a lonely place. Life here is past. The extreme conditions make survival difficult, but still not impossible. So there are still animals. So we have the grenadier right we have the chiton are you seeing this so little is known about life in this deep environment almost every expedition uncovers something new so we have the comb jelly and it says it has been around for 500 million years despite looking like jellyfish they are not closely related and this is the deepest point of the java trench in the indian ocean you'd see something that will surprise you how many know um, this mountain, Mount Everest? How many know that mountain? Everybody knows it. If you've said this, we shall say this before. You know Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the whole world. You see, it goes up as we are going down, but you will see that you are going down Mount Everest. This is so that just in case you don't know how, how tall Mount Everest is. Today, you are going to know. Amen. Do you want to know or I should stop? No, let's go and then learn something because I want to show you why it's important to be thankful. Remember, it's all a teaching. I'm not just showing you these things for showing sake. Amen. Can we move on? Yes. And then we are going, we are going, we are going, we are going. And we have the Hedal snailfish. And then we have the cask eel. So not many things are here. It says, this is the lowest point of the Puerto Rico Trench. You have scrolled the heights of Mount Everest. That's what I wanted you to see. You have scrolled the heights of Mount Everest. But, go on. There are some people, many probes and submarines have been lost trying to reach the deepest parts of the ocean. It's not done. If you want to really find out how deep the ocean is, this is how deep it is. One, one thousand nine hundred and seventeen meters deep. So this is the Challenger Deep. That is how far it has gone. That is how far they went to find how deep it is. So it's one o nine two four meters deep. Do do you see? It's one o nine two four meters deep so you saw that now this draws me back to today's message being thankful can you see the amount of things at the bottom of the sea so when i take you to the scripture over here in genesis chapter 1 and the verse number 21 we say so god created the great sea and every living creature that moves with which in the waters swam according to their kind do you see why we should praise the Lord more often than not? No, do you see now? Because most people, when we are praising the Lord, then you are sitting down. When we are worshipping, then you are sitting down. It's not something to sit down about. This is something great. And you know, we are not just saying, when I say that I appreciate the Lord for blessings, or for blessings to come to you, I'm not just saying that appreciates only the things that he has done for you everything that's around the world today i'm talking about appreciating the lord for it yes appreciating the lord for it because it's important you need to appreciate him do you think all these things he even rested can you do you, do you see so imagine all these things so if we are saying we are discovering I wish this person will create different, like according to the creation, the different things that walk on the face of the earth. You would see how many animals and things, organisms that we don't even see, but they are available. If it weren't for science, would we, have, would we have known what pathogens are? They are in the air. They are disease-related things. Do you understand? They are disease-related things. And this is what we should appreciate the Lord for. Because all these things, the creation of all these things, he thought about them. And then he commanded them into place. So when he commanded them into place, 
and then it happened without contending without shifting with nothing do you understand what i'm saying yes do you understand what i'm saying so it's a very very important thing to thank the lord <laughs> and i told you that today we are talking on the appreciation of god's creation yes so yes what is appreciation I've shown you this, but I, I showed you that for a reason because I'm going to be talking for a long time. Usually, I, I'm not practical, but I'm, ve- I'm a very practical person. I do it all the time, but I do it through illustrations of words. But today, I decided to just show you an illustration because I have the ability to. Amen. So pardon me if we are keeping long today. It, usually three hours by this time, we are closing the service, but we are now starting. Or I'm now coming to talk. So it's amazing that you are still here but likely four hours sorry <laughs> so yes let's move on so what is appreciation when we speak of the word appreciation what does it talk about appreciation is something that talks to us or it's an ability to draw or cast your mind back on something that has been done for you and channel your mindsets do you understand do you understand what channel your mindset means it means changing your mindset to be thankful about it i don't know how best to explain that you understand but appreciation is an action that we exert when something is being done for us so when you are appreciative of something it attracts more things to you that's one Point one for today, when you are appreciative or when you appreciate something, it attracts things to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. It attracts things to you. But anyways, let's look at the you know message first before I go over to give points. But that's point one. Appreciation attracts things to you. God's creation or God's creation is what we are. Even we are God's creation. We are created by God. Is that also? Hello? We are created by God. Yes. We are created by God. So God's creation. We are God's creation. All the things that surround us today are created by the Almighty God. And He has given us the strength, the power, and that dominion to take charge of all these things, to oversee all these things in the world today. You understand? Yes. He has given us the power and the authority, the dominion to be able to oversee all these things. He gave, after he created, can you imagine? You see why he allowed them to go and discover this thing? So, would you have ever known that the sea was that deep if somebody did not go there to find out how deep it was? So, it's all about the mindset. Because the person has in mind that God has done something big. I want to go and see what he has done. He created all, so just imagine, you should just know how big the earth is. So that's God's creation. God's creation is basically what we have now. The things that we are seeing around us now. Sure, it's not the artificial things that we can see or that we have in our sphere of contact today. But, I mean, we can see God's creation everywhere. When we step outside, we see plants. We see animals. We see the creation of God. We see people everywhere, every day. This all, all these things are the creation of God. Now, I'm saying appreciation for God's creation or appreciation to God's creation. Why do you think I want to appreciate God's creation? Well, this should be a self-explanatory question. You should be able to answer this yourself because I just showed you a demonstration of how big the sea is. So just imagine how big the world is. Do you understand? Just imagine how big the world is. And him saying that as he is, so are we in this world. Look at the dominion that he exercised, that he had over the whole world. Just look at that. Can you explain this in any other format to me? 
Can you explain this in any other format to me? Because I don't think that there was any man on the face of the earth that was able to do these things, that was able to bring these things into being. God has given us the power, the authority to go forth and to teach all nations. He said, go forth and preach to every creature. Look at. So you may think that we've done so much. You may think that you've done so much, but you've done so little. Because the world is larger than you think. If you are not thankful for what you've done now, how will the Lord then give you the opportunity to go forward and to do more? That's why some Christians are behind. Because they are not always appreciative of what they have. Good things come to those who wait. I hope you know that. Good things come to those who wait. Good things come to those who wait. Good things come to those who wait. Are you there? The good things, all the good things that surround our world today, that are in our world today, it comes to us because we are patient. When everything has been given to us, you don't need to rush for it. You don't need to press for it. Automatically, it comes to you. That is why all you are meant to do is to speak. If you, that's why I tell you that confessions, opening your mouth to proclaim and confess things, is always a powerful ability that I have never lost in my entire life before. It's a great thing. All you need to do, talk, and it will happen. That's why the Bible says the tongue is powerful. Amen. It says that the tongue is very powerful. Very powerful. That's why he has given us all the... Why you think that, okay, why didn't he give us the power here? Yes, there's power here, but it will fail. So why is it that he put all that power in our mouth? Why the mouth or why the tongue? It is the tongue that forms the or that makes the formation of words or sentences or phrases or sounds. He put the power there because he wants you to praise him. He wants you to be thankful for his mighty acts. All the works according to his greatness. The sun that we are seeing over here, it scorches at times. But that just remind us that it is there. When you see the sun shining vividly like that, it's just reminding you that I'm here. When you see the wind blow so strong, it's a reminder of God's creation. Whenever these things happen, I'm forced to think about people who don't appreciate God's creation today. And therefore, I even think deeper because they don't have access to what God wants them to be for their life. Or how God wants to structure them, structure their life. You understand? This message is in parts, by the way. I'll be speaking... Oh, midweek service, I have to continue another message. Cultivating a spirit of prayer. And then I need to finish today, so allow me. But let me compress everything into a short time. Then we move on, alright? Just not to keep you here for long. I don't want to keep anyone here for long. Before side eye will start coming inside. Esla, how are you? So, um, as I was saying, the sun is a reminder of God's creation. Ask yourself that why does the sun remind us that is there? Does it have to remind us? Answer, no, it doesn't. But it's just there to tell you or give you that conscience. Yesterday, I told you at the online self-crusade that the, a conscience is something, is a mood or a manner in which you act when you know something or when you've gotten information or when you've received obtained information about something so when somebody says something maybe okay go and pray and do this it will happen or use your faith and channel your faith at it vividly and it will happen 
you will see the amount of people that will go and do it. Tell them something great, a miracle, because you are reminding them, you are giving them that conscience to implement and to do the right thing. So God is giving us the conscience. This sun that is here, the plants. That's why I wanted us to do it outside. But I wanted to network in there because we are inside. That's where the network should be shaking. Do you understand? But outside too, anyways, such as life. But if you look at all the creations, when you step out, you see so many trees. Coconut, papa, this. And if you look for species of trees, eh, so many of them. So many of them. So, so many trees. So many trees. So many of them. And you may just think that, oh, that what are the value of trees anyway? They are very valuable. So therefore, the things that the Lord does are valuable. But be reminded of them. That's another point. Because when you are reminded of them, he adds unto you more. For example, when you give somebody something, is your attention here? When you give somebody something, and then they don't, or they, for example, let's say that, okay, the person says, I don't have money. So help me out with some money. Alright? And then you try your best and you are like, okay, well, I'll give this person this amount. Then you take the amount and then the person is like, well, it's quite small, but I'll manage. Do you think that when that when that person comes to you again, you would give him? Honest answer, no, I won't. Because it's obvious that you don't appreciate what I've given to you. So I don't see the point of even giving it to you in the first place when I can use it on myself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because to what gain and to what effort? Hello? To what gain and to what effort? Because you, you don't appreciate the thing. I'm te- like, you don't appreciate what I'm doing for you. So what is then the essence or the point of me, of me giving you the money? But if you give somebody, even not even 200 or 100, um, okay, yes, I was thinking the number 200 in my head. But if you give the person 200, then the person says, eh, it's not enough, but I'll manage. I was starting to talk about it. And the person will be like, but you, you have money. So which kind of borrowing is this one? But anyways, I'll manage. The, the type of speaking or the type of this one that he's giving is not appreciative. He is not thankful for it or he, she is not thankful for it. The person is not appreciative. But when you give the person so small, oh, thank you so much. God bless you. I pray that you'll be excelled. And this and so many other things. It doesn't mean that the person is so poor to the extent that but it's something called appreciation. You have to appreciate the Lord. That is why the Lord doesn't reward most of you. Because you don't appreciate what he has already done for you. That is why he cannot change your dimension. So it is like, I'm saying all these victorious things. I'm telling you how you can be excelled. I'm telling you Christ in you, the hope of glory and all these things. But at the end of the day, the real basis of the problem is that you are not appreciative of what he has given to you. You don't see the value of it. Therefore, you you don't even take it or signify it or identify it as something of value. And that's why most people are not blessed. So you preach so many messages on how to be blessed, a blessing, and the art of blessing, this and that. So many messages. The last, this last Sunday, I preached on blessings. And I told you a lot of things. But it only works if you are appreciative. And I believe that's why the Lord directed me to speak on this topic today. Because it's important. We are running out of time. I hope you know that. We are running out of time. We need to appreciate the things that the Lord does for us. I mean, this, listen, the month of blessing is about to end. But it doesn't mean the tenure of your blessing will end. In as much as you have received the word, it will stay with you till thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth. 
as it is in heaven. What God has made you, listen, God hasn't made anyone poor. God doesn't want you to be poor, but he wants to teach you something in order to get those things, such that you don't forget who you are. That is why some are rich, some are average, and some are poor. So before you get to that top, he has taught you a lot that you need to know, that you become a blessing unto the world. Hallelujah. Are you there? So that is why many people have a story as to where they come from, how what they've gone through, what they're doing, how they're doing it. If you are not thankful for what the Lord has done for you by giving you air to breathe, and you're always complaining every day, I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. How am I to survive? God, why did you give that to me? Why? If you don't appreciate it, how? there's no way it's going to elevate you. Because it will be very difficult for him to. For him to change your rank, that's a lot for him to do. Because he will now question himself that as I'm coming to change this person's rank, what am I going to gain from it? Because God is somebody who desires praise. In fact, it's not like he desires, he deserves it. He deserves praise. So he knows that if I do this thing for this person, the person will not give me praise. The person will not even see value of it. The person will just complain over and over again about what I've not done and so many other things. All it takes is appreciation. God looks at how much you appreciate things to give to you. That is why parents always say that we content with what you have. They don't say that because they don't have money. They say that so that they can instill in you a certain sense that that's how to get the blessing. And that is how God promotes people. So if you want to succeed, this is the whole message. I'm done. If you want to succeed in life, if you want to get the blessings that I'm talking about in this November and beyond eternity, be thankful for what he has done for you already. Be thankful for what he has done for you already. Because you never know. Like I said, like as I was, was it? Who was I even talking to? Okay, I don't think I said it generally. When the results came out, did I say anything? I don't think so. But it, it was like I said. If it, if I didn't say anything, then I'm I'm, re, I'm saying it again. But if I didn't, then here's it. The results that you've gotten, be thankful for it. Because somebody wishes to be in your place right now. Somebody did very terrible. And they wish to be in your place right now. So appreciate the results that you have. Don't say that, eh, I won't get my first choice. Or, are you okay? You will not get your first choice. You are not even lucky that you are going to get a choice. Some don't have. So I, I, I stated, I, or I, as I told someone the other day, that look, the results that you've received, be thankful for it too. Because somebody is wishing to be in your place right now. You may not know, but somebody wishes to be in your place that you are already there. So what God has given to you, I don't know if I said it during the sailing night or so. I can't remember. Or if I've never said it. Because when the result came out, the only thing I could do was to arrange prayer. First of all, to pray for those who were about to go and open their results and to thank God for those who have received their results. I'll tell, I told you that concerning this particular thing, I'll tell you a story next year. And we'll be there to see it. We'll be there to see it. Amen. We'll be there to witness it as well. That one day, all regions come. Come to Accra. Come and overfill Accra and then send the people in Accra out. Accra is for us. <laughs> Do you, amen. Are you there? Yes. So this is what you have to have in your mind. It's the mindset that you need to cultivate. 
that some actually wish to be in your place to be content with what you have. It's not because you don't have money. It's because God wants to teach you something. He wants to show you a fact about life. So where you are now, be thankful for the fact that God has sent you there. Despite the trials and tribulations, it's in every life, it's in every place you go. Despite all of these things, be strengthened and be encouraged. Be strengthened and be encouraged that indeed God's creation is something to be thankful for. And when we are thankful for his creation, he then adds unto us more. You understand? Some people don't value church. I'm, I'm rounding up. Some people don't value church. Some people don't value the things that we do here. They think that, oh, people will just come and sit down for long hours and then be talking brain. It's not that. What? At least, we spent our whole week working. If we can just dedicate three hours, four hours of our time to the Lord, don't you think it's a way of showing appreciation? Some will say, by yeah, but you do it every week or you do it too much. It's not about the timing. It's about the reason why we are gathering. Yesterday, when we had the online self-crusade, how long was it? When we had the Zona hour of prayer and ah, when we had the conference three hours, that was it. So I think we went like four times in one day. Four times in one day. Wow, that's wonderful. That's an actual, that's a, a great achievement, actually. Thanks to wonderful. You understand? But um, just to let you know that you need to be thankful for what you have. Because most people don't have what you have. They don't have Jesus Christ as you do. The way you know the Bible. That's why I said, I think I said it in one of the messages the other day. That the way you know God is not the way somebody knows God. Somebody is actually deprived from knowing God somewhere. North Korea. They are deprived and you know their devices, they buy the devices in the country. They don't import them. They create them there. They'll buy them there. It is poor, it's it is pulled there and it is fixed there, or it is recycled and then created as a new phone there. And it is programmed in such a way that you cannot, the browser that you use, you cannot go out of the country. You can't go out of the country. So everything that you search for is within the span of the country's web. So somebody doesn't have access to the word of God as you do. They don't even have Bible on their Play Store or their App Store, just as you do. Some will say, so they don't use iPhone. They do. They have models of it. But you see, all these companies, they create specific models for different countries. They have certain features on certain models that when you come to Ghana or you go to France or Europe or wherever, they don't have those features. Do you understand? Yes. So you need to be thankful. God has done a lot. This year, in particular, God has done so much that I cannot think about. It's just mind-blowing. Because, listen, I'd say, if you have the time, go back to the span of last year's videos and ask me why I'm saying that if you saw what we were last year, you wouldn't have loved this church. That's, I'm th- this I'm thankful for so much. And I'm also thankful for that experience. So that I can use as a testimony. That is why my life excels from glory to glory. So I'm also teaching you the secrets. So it is now in the ball is in your courts as to whether to take it or not. So that one is on to you. So be foul. Hey. Stand to your feet. Begin to thank the Lord for the word that you have received today. Oh, worship him wherever he is. Begin to thank him and worship him wherever you are. He's everywhere. 
worship him, thank him for his glorious acts according to his greatness. He's deserving of our praise. He's deserving of our worship. Those who are thankful always have great testimonies in their lives. Yes. Yes. Father Lord, who art in heaven, we thank you and we praise your holy name. We worship you for all the glorious things that you've done for us in our life in this year of 2023. Although it's not the last Sunday of the month, we are thankful and we are grateful for the opportunity to be seen this, la- this third Sunday of November. We are thankful for all the Sundays we've seen in this year. We are thankful for all the services we've had. You have not filled us one bit. And that is why we call you a great God. We love you, O Lord, and we honor you. We say thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Pekua Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Quaker Hennigan Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Quaker Hennigan on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Quaker Hennigan.